You are listening to the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Enjoy the show. <laughs> driving up here to California, but we'll talk about that offline. <laughs> <laughs> I think it has been an exact year since we first came up with tonight's theme of how did this get made? This episode, we will be doing Hollywood Horror Remakes. I don't know why I said Hollywood. Horror Remakes. <laughs> and to help us out, we've asked an additional friend to join us. Selena, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing fine. Hello. 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 I hope you have your list ready. Yes, um, I do. I have my list. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I-, I wasn't playing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll be honest. To Generally, I have stopped imbibing while we're on air during the pandemic. However, I feel like I'm not going to be able to match Devin's level. So I'm actually sipping on a seltzer tonight. Um, that felt so, like an attack. No, <laughs> that it felt like an attack. I just, I think you and your explanations are going to be what I'm here for tonight. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Take a shot every time he says, y'all are rude. That's the thing. <laughs> Predicting we're gonna have one crossover film, Devin. And okay. We're gonna have zero crossover film. <laughs> Selena, I think we're gonna have one crossover film. Uh, but before we get into that, Ash, I believe you have some horror news. Yes, yes, I do. Alrighty, so. Wait, do you have an actual piece of paper in front of you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how professional you are. Yeah. I, <laughs> why you gotta call me out? I'm just kidding. I'm surprised that I remember what paper sounds like. That is a rare skill that most people probably don't have. Yes, I have to I have to write down everything like I do between I have a whole notebook of 
like all the episodes we did and all the news and all that stuff. I have to keep track of everything. Okay, officially the most professional person on the show. Uh, thanks. You can find me on Twitter at Ash to Ashes. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. So some horror news. I'm just going to keep it uh, to just two pieces. Okay. The number one. Slumber Party Massacre remake is coming to sci-fi later this year. So the director, (laughs) the director of the Banana Splits movie. I don't know if y'all have seen that yet. Nishka. Esther Hazy is directing the film, and the script is going to be written by Suzanne Keeley, who is behind Ash versus Evil Dead. So, this was actually kind of a shock because it, it literally felt like it just came out of nowhere. I was, I think I was on Twitter when, like, no, I was actually, yeah, I was on Twitter, sorry. And, like, I just saw someone announce it. I was like, what? Okay. So far, and like so far, the plot has not been released. Uh, they did list some of the actresses that are going to be in the film. I did not recognize any of the names. I am sorry. Um, and instantly, when I first saw this news, the first thing that popped in my head was, I hope they used the good amount of sugar in the Kool Aid if that's going to be in the movie. Last weekend, I watched the original, and I couldn't help but to notice that when Valerie was making the the thing of Kool-Aid, she barely put sugar in it. And then had a nerve to taste it and be like, hmm, good. And I'm sorry, that just stood out for me. The sugar nasty. (laughs) I was like, oh, no. No, we got to fix that. But a cool (laughs) thing, though, someone on Twitter was like, maybe that's a, a secret to surviving in a horror movie who knows mm. but <laughs> <laughs> the lack of sugar will keep you alive <laughs> but um i can't so, say that i know this director from anything or did you say she was the writer the one with the Danitska? so Danishka is the director of the banana splits movie that came out i believe last year or the year right before, before COVID. Yeah. yeah. And then Suzanne Keeley is the person behind Ash versus Evil Dead. She's going to be writing the script. I could see her being close. I mean, I know nothing of her work. I just learned her name two seconds ago. However, <laughs> given the material that it's being compared to, I can see how that could fit in the campiness of a Slumber Party Massacre. Uh, film or remake. I do, however, wonder. And by the way, great pick since we're covering remakes tonight. Thank you. What I wonder is like, is it going to air on Sci Fi Network or they're just producing it? And you um, might not have been aware. I was going to ask you questions. <laughs> <laughs> All I see is that it's sci fi behind it. So I guess we'll find out later this year. So, how do y'all feel about a remake of Slumber Party Massacre? I'm super excited about this. I don't know what took so long. Like, I feel like this should have been remade a while ago. Um, 
so I'm excited and I'm, I'm happy to see that there it's still in the creative hands of women. Mm-hmm. Maybe without the Roger Corman effect this time, so, <laughs> but we'll see. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I, my only apprehension to this is, is that I want, I hope, I hope this is actually a movie that was supposed to be a sequel, remake, or whatever, some of Freddy Massacre, and not some other movie they're trying to make fit under that moniker. I'll get into this in a little bit, but I think you guys know what one of my choices are tonight. Uh-huh. And that is Molly Concern. Nothing against a director and or writer. Get your money. Fine with that. Uh, I That's just one of my pet peeves in the horror remake game. It did work for Saul 2, though. Not a remake. Yeah, that was an easy, easy, trans, uh, easy fit. Selena, are you uh, opinionated I'm, anyway? I'm kind of iffy um, when it comes to remakes because it's very rare when you get an actual good remake. And for that just to come out of nowhere, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> 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 I, don't, I, don't, I don't know about this because <laughs> I, I seen it on Twitter too and I was like, like what the devil like what's going on but yeah I was like I don't know but I mean I'm I'm hoping you know it'd be good you know hoping for the best you know but yeah it's a it was a shocker Hopefully I actually just looked this up real quick on IMDb and it looks like it's in post-production. So it's already done. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I wonder what the movie, the production name of the movie was. I mean, obviously, Ash, I know you don't have that answer. It's ready. Actually, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Surprise. That's that's interesting that they waited until obviously it's done and now it's just being edited and mixed and what have you. Oh no. To announce <laughs> it. They're gonna surprise with a release date. <laughs> yeah, they are they're aiming for later this year, so maybe it'll be part of their if they still do, you know how sci fi does the whole like thirty one days of Halloween. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would be fine with that if that was day 31. Oh, yeah. And, like, you know, we could organize a watch party on Slack and have all the things. Isn't isn't the Chucky TV series coming out this fall? Yes, it is. So I wonder if it's going to be on sci-fi. So I wonder if there's going to be some type of, like, tie-in or something. Either way, sci-fi is really stepping up their game when it comes to their content. Yeah. Uh Because usually, like, they're sci-fi original films are hit or miss so i feel like sci-fi is the perfect um network to do this remake so i'm excited i stand yeah. sci-fi. <laughs> me too all right so for my second piece of news the trailer for Zack snyder's Army of the Dead had officially dropped this week. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
I would love to hear y'all thoughts on it. I finally watched it this morning and I couldn't contain my excitement. Oh yeah, I'm I'm very excited for this one. And it's gonna be on Netflix. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty good. I think for me that was the bigger news is that Netflix is adopting the HBO Max formula of same day releases when COVID-wise, we seem to be taking a turn for the better. But Netflix, I don't know. Obviously, Kong versus Godzilla did well. I always say it backwards. It's Godzilla versus Kong did well. But I wonder if this is just like Netflix is hurting and they're losing the subscriptions. I'll be honest. I don't pay for Netflix. I'm definitely on someone else's account. I think we've talked about this on Slack before. Um, uh-huh. However, I wonder what's the reasoning behind it because I also, rare form, watch Godzilla vs. Kong on my TV. Uh, wasn't enjoyable. Went to a movie theater and watched it. Loved it. But I wonder if they're basing those things just on people's reaction to a cinematic masterpiece that deserves to be on the big screen. I'm not saying anyone needs to go to a movie theater. I just chose to do that on my own. Maybe a tiny bit influenced by Devin. But other than that, no shade anywhere else. (laughs) Uh, You know, I saw the trailer for this yesterday. Um, I I don't think I'm a huge zombie fan. And so this, just I think the most appealing part of the movie to me is... uh, like we also that fact that it's on Netflix, I don't actually have to leave the house, and it's I don't have to pay anything extra for it. Um, I know it's a really impressive cast. I'm actually here for. I've already seen some reaction on Twitter, where some people are upset that Chris Dilia, his role was replaced by Tig Nataros. So I'm here for them to be upset. But outside of that, I'll uh, wait. I'll catch. What? What's the tea behind that? I'm not familiar with the tea. He is unconfirmed pedo. R- right. Yep. So Chris Delia, he filmed a role in this movie. He's his his body's in the movie. But then yeah. last summer, all these alleg- sexual allegations came out against him and misconduct. So he was dropped from the movie, and his scenes were replaced no, by no. Signataro. Don't say misconduct. It's <laughs> a case of pedophilia. Like, well, I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to be I'm not saying he's not guilty or not, but like, I don't want to sugarcoat that. We let Weinstein go for too long. Yeah. So, but yeah, Sorry. I mean, he, they they CGI Tig Nataro's image onto his image in the movie. What? Yeah. I I didn't think people would have a problem with this. I think that's the more intriguing thing of what you're saying. I, I, yeah, I mean, you know how douchebags stand for douchebags. So it's I think it's I think that's where the argument is coming from. I don't think normal people are really upset with this, with this recasting. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll accept that. Yeah. <laughs> where was I? <laughs> Hold up. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do my research on this. I I, I obviously missed something. Yeah, I, I didn't know really knew about that. I was trying to catch up with like what was that? Sorry. 
Oh, no, I was going to say, I was trying, because, like, the, the, the trailer was, like, so fast-paced. I was trying to catch, like, okay, who is this? Do I know this person? Okay, that's Bautista. I already know them. Like, hold on. <laughs> I, I really didn't really notice, so. Yeah. I remember when she was announced as, a, as, re, as his replacement, but I didn't realize he had already filmed all of his scenes, and they were just going to, you know, CGI her face over him. I didn't realize that's what was going on. I'm glad you said she several times because I was just thinking I don't know the pronouns for take. I'm looking at now. Natara will be inserted into the film through a combination of reshooting scenes opposite an acting partner and also using digital copy. Okay. 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 (laughs) What? I would love, I hope that it just takes face on Chris's body. Because that's what I want to see. Like a just ripped Tig Navarro. <laughs> huh. Also, she's probably, I don't know, 15, 20 years his senior. I don't really know how Tig is. Yeah, she's definitely older. Yeah, old enough to know you don't talk to young girls. Mm. Yeah. Or text them. Oh. I'm done. <laughs> Ash, anything else? No, doubt. that's it. Nothing from law-abiding citizens? No. Wait, what? All right, then. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, we'll just move forward with this and um, get into the main event. So this time last year, we did How Did It Get Made movies. Top five. I hope you listened to it. If you didn't, I hope it transferred when we switch podcast platforms. Go listen to it now. Have a laugh. Come back to this one. Hopefully it's going to be just as good. Um, so remakes. Any remake throughout the course of history was fair game, something that just didn't sit right with you and or leaving you wonder who the fuck greenlit this whatsoever. (laughs) Some things I I get it, it's like you had good intentions and it just went not too well. Like I would say that was my first impression of Black Christmas 06. I was like, hey, uh, the original's great, but... Oh, sex warmed up, warmed my heart. It me up. I think it's a nice contemporary piece. However, I will start off by saying Black Christmas 2018 is a piece of garbage. And I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm so shocked, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I had to go ahead and throw it off. And I. I Sophia Takal and April Wolf is nothing against you guys. And, and I'm sure whatever you were sold on when you were hired might not be the final product that you guys got to make. And I've seen the time constraints and under which the Blumhouse uh, folks gave you to execute this film, which even if the film wasn't up to your standards, let's say after the final edit, you didn't have any time for reshoots. I've had two years to bitch about this. 
So <laughs> I'm, I'm giving that blanket this statement. Uh, again, strong performances from Imogen. Uh, I want to say the girl was Lily. Sure. Uh, no, it wasn't Lily. It was Elise. That was her name. Uh, Chris and Riley. Strong performances from those two characters. Enjoyed it. I don't, and this is just saying this as a uh, a male person, so take it with a grain of salt. I don't 100% believe that actual teenage college girls, young women, act in this manner in some of the ways in the beginning. Seems too communal. I don't think people are really sharing diva cups, but it's fine. So that is my first pick in no particular order. <clears throat> I don't think that's a surprise for you guys. <laughs> Uh, I think Black so. Christmas is the <laughs> gift that keeps on giving <laughs> forever. And thanks to Gray, Dema and I received a nice brand new copy of it. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you. He thought he was so funny. For Christmas this year, I sent him a copy of my favorite movie that I love to hate. <laughs> yeah. Great choice. Yeah, I, I figure this is going to make the list because um, <laughs> this is awful. Uh, yeah. Uh, not that I'm putting mine in order. However, I am working backwards from the years. So my choices will just get younger because I didn't want to like rank them. Or if you if you guys make yours, that's fine. I'm just trying to be fair with the hate that I'm going to see. <laughs> Great. Let me ask you this: Did you did 2019 make you appreciate appreciate 20 2006 more, or did you already appreciate 2006 going to 2019? Oh, no, running backwards through a cornfield. Yes, I mean, <laughs> thousand percent. I um. I, I never thought it was a horrible movie, but I love 74. Like, if it's Christmas season, I will probably watch the original. Now I'm questioning if I got the year right, but I think it's 74. I guess I don't love it that much. It's 74. Um, okay. <laughs> I, will, I will. It's either in the background or I'm actively watching it weekly. Mm. 06, I don't mind for a good laugh. If I could find it on Blu-ray, I would definitely purchase it, but I don't, I don't know if the studio just doesn't believe in it selling anymore. It's hard to find a Blu-ray, and if you do, it's over $100. I don't know oh. what the uh, lore or myth behind that is. Hmm. But yeah, uh, and I wouldn't even mention the other Black Christmas, because BET just ruined that altogether. Not gonna be on the list. <laughs> uh, Selena, uh, tradition has it that on this show, no matter what, we have to let Ash go next. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> so, Ash, what is your first choice? All right, I'm just going to go backwards. So my number five is actually 
2010, yeah, that's yeah, 2010's A Nightmare on Elm Street. This is where I thought you said what now, Selena? If this is sorry, I didn't explain this before, but Selena, (laughs) if we whoever says whatever you do have, you can just jump in, you don't have to wait. Oh, okay. Well, I got the same thing that she has. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> well, it's unanimous. Because <laughs> Lord knows. <laughs> that was a hot mess. Yeah. I, I remember going to the theater, seeing it. This was my senior year of high school. And I went with some friends and a guy from like one of my classes. He was like a year below me. And I remember just sitting there like, what? the hell and like I only pretend to be scared for like a couple scenes just to get his attention and see what he'll do but anyways mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but I just remember sitting, sitting there and just like I was so annoyed and I ended up walking out of that theater with a headache it was just like it was just so frustrating so annoying mm. and the, the makeup desi- design of Freddy reminded me of a naked mole rat. I don't know where or how or what they were thinking when they were designing Freddy, but that's a no for me, dog. Like, no, I'm no. Like, they. <laughs> I just. <sighs> I hate this movie. Yes. But I do appreciate them for having Thomas Decker on there because I love him. But other than that, uh-uh. I, <laughs> it, it's just so bad. I don't, I don't know. Yes. I, okay. Okay. Oh, well, I, I, I just didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did, I went to the movie theaters and I don't watch trailers and I just came with a, you know, open mind, and I sat in that movie theater. I was like, "Who is this man?" And like, <laughs> like, I didn't know who he was. I just, I, I just know damn well that you know, like Yeah, just I guess they were um trying to get their little uh monies because the year before that, the Friday Thirteenth reboot reimagining came out. So they're probably like, oh, look, we're about to get this money. Yeah. Good old but, platinum dunes. But yeah. I, yeah, this movie had too much CGI, too little character development, too little originality. Um, it reha- like the, the parts of the original that it rehashed were poorly done. Like Freddy coming um, in the wall behind Nancy as she's asleep and of course, the infamous bathtub scene. It's just poorly executed, so you wonder why did they even include that in the first place? And it doesn't help that Rooney is completely unlikable. Yeah. Did I cut out? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, she's completely unlikable, She and she clearly doesn't want to be there. Katie Cassidy should have actually been in the lead role, uh-huh. but... They had either a way, school with that. Yeah. Either way, they all look like they were about 25, 27 years old. So they all should have been uh, recast, but that's just my, my opinion. The one good thing I do like about this film is actually Jackie Early Haley's performance. I think that he 
you know, he doesn't want to re, re, recreate Robert England's performance. He wants to do his own. So I appreciate that. But everything else is just a miss for me. If I was him in that chair, getting all the prosthetics put on me, I would have looked in the mirror and looked at the person like, what is this? <laughs> what does this look like to you? And some of that is even CGI'd in. Yeah, yeah, I just I think that's a problem when you had such an iconic practical makeup. It changed throughout the years and New Nightmare wasn't loved by most people. However, to have it be CGI is an atrocity. Yeah, and then I also I had a I it seemed like they were trying to get the viewers to sympathize with Freddy. Like they wanted you to kind of feel sorry for him for what happened, but I was like, no. Yeah. Do you not, do you not realize what he was doing? And I could see, like, and I think that was them trying to be original and trying to sort of create their own mythos with giving this idea that Freddie might have actually been innocent this whole time. But that's really tricky and really sloppy to do when it comes to child sexual abuse. So I don't think that they, it was handled well in this film at all. Yeah, I guess I should have hired Christalia. (laughs) Or in all seriousness, let me ask you guys this. Yes. Do you think fans would have responded better if instead of trying to do a traditional remake, we restructured the continuation. So let's say, no disrespect to Jackie or Haley. I know uh, Robert Dingling gave his personal blessing for him to take up the moniker or roll the gloves, whatever you want to call it. However, like, would it have been more, more powerful if, uh, like, Glenn or Johnny Depp or Kincaid, uh, I forget that actor's name, Atrocity, picked up the moniker of Freddy Krueger. So it just passed down to someone's soul he took. And Freddy Krueger is this entity that takes on a look or whatever, or a glamour, if you will, to present to people, but it's all victims he has taken. So we can keep this franchise going like for years of just past victims. And that way you can reel in the people who grew up on the 80s version and then maybe more so while they accept the 2000s version, if they would have done that. And get a sequel. I like that. Mm-hmm. I think I should. I'll watch that. You gotta yeah. write that down, Gray. I, I think that will work really well, especially now, because we're used to, we're, we're more used to now, like, the idea of, like, a, an anthology uh, story more so than we were back in 2010 when this, or yeah, 2010 when this movie came out. Mm-hmm. I I like that, Gray. Yeah, I mean, you, you would have essentially seven films of dead fan service that gets to come back. I mean, it's probably a little too late to use all of those people because some people are not with us anymore and some people aren't active anymore. However, if there was some a direction they were to go, Maybe Wes Craven would have given his blessing to begin with to even redo this. That would have been way better than that damn remake. (laughs) I know know that's right. (laughs) Okay, moving on. Round four. Our 
I guess it defaults back to me. But Devin, this is the next one that I thought you and I would have in common. Okay. The 2012 rom-com Silent Night. And you are correct. And you are correct, right? (laughs) Y'all didn't like y'all didn't like it? Like is a strong word. Like, I'd like to not go back to work this week. Uh-uh. Like to not work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let, let's hear it. It's just, given the tone, I'm going to say the first three, because until two years ago, Devin made me aware that there was a part four and five. Uh, <laughs> different times, but at the time that I saw this, uh, I was unaware that the franchise went on that long. It just doesn't match. They aren't doing anything to where uh, nothing against Malcolm McDowell. Michael Malcolm McDowell and uh, his performance in the film as the sheriff. I can't remember the sheriff's last name all of a sudden. It's not important. Uh, Jimmy King was in the film as well. They're working with the material they're given. It's just like, I don't think this was a remake anyone needed or anyone was asking for. At all. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Jamie King? Yeah. The girl from Slackers. And My Bloody Valentine 3D. Oh, yeah. Which was a better film compared to this? And Mother's Day. So she's the queen of horror remakes. Uh Uh-huh. I have to rewatch Mother's Day and not... uh, Like, I watched the Jennifer Aniston film four years ago, but I can't do it. Yeah, I, you know, Silent Night, it should have worked, right? But it just doesn't. There's, the film, it's, I think they were trying to make it bleak, but it's depressing. It's gray, it's drab, it's gloomy the whole time. Mm -hmm. None, none of the actors look like they want to be there. There's no excitement. There, there are maybe two f- effective kill scenes, and that's just because you're excited that anything is happening. And also, with the killer, I- with the identity of the killer revealed, you don't really give a shit because you just find out about this story like two minutes before he's revealed. He's not really connected to any of the existing characters. So, what are you doing? What? what it, why? Why does this movie exist? <laughs> And also, why is it billed as a remake? This could have actually just as easily have been a sequel because the first five films are all, they could all be considered, well, except for the first two, but for the most part, these films could all be considered standalone sequels. So there's really no need to make this a remake. I, you know, I agree with you because if this was like, for example, if, what is it called? The Hulu series Into the Dark if this was just their anthology, every Christmas they released a new Silent Night, I would definitely mm-hmm. be more accepting of this one. Exactly. And this is, you know, this was just the 2012 Silent Night. Uh, by the way, Hulu, if you do this, I want my money. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think that that's actually gold. <laughs> All right. Um, 
I will pass it to you again, Ash, and we'll see how we fare if everyone will get a turn or not. <laughs> All righty. So my next pick is number four on my list, and it's 2016's Cabin Fever. Oh, um, I forgot about that. You know, that's not on my list, but the film that did it first is on my list. So <laughs> you guys noodle around about that while she talks. Um, <laughs> directed by Travis Z and written by Eli Roth, who was the the director of the original Cabin Fever. So I don't understand. And I'm going to say it again. I don't understand what was the purpose of remaking this film if it was going to be like the exact play-by-play of the original film. <laughs> this this film. Oh my gosh. It was just... I, I don't know what to say about it. It was just bad. Um, just... It was yeah. douchey. It, it, it was the douchey, first one. Yes. The characters, you don't like the characters at all. They try to use the same tired uh, lines from the original that don't work for this time period. Uh, uh, I, The one thing I can appreciate is like the very, very end of the movie. Um, they try <laughs> to put like... <laughs> Like there's one little surprise, like at the very end of the movie, um, one of the character who be- characters who become infected, she had her cell phone on her, and one of like some pictures of her with like the flesh eating bacteria ended up being uploaded on like Facebook. So the camera cuts to the phone, and you see like people replying to that picture like what is going on like this is gross yada 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 i kind of like that but other than that i do not like this film at all like i which was worse this one or cabin fever 2 oh gosh oh this one yeah this one (laughs) i'm a ride the strong fan They, they built that whole category. <laughs> that... <laughs> yeah, because there's Cabin Fever, Cabin Fever 2, and then there's like 3 and 4, and then you got this, but mm, I know. <laughs> oh, there's a fourth one? Mm. Yeah, there's... Uh, I think is it's that Patient like... Zero? Um, Patient Zero is uh, Cabin Fever 3. Oh, is it? I mm. can't. You know what? <laughs> I, it's definitely one of those things where I'm iffy when the original writer comes back to the project, uh, which you guys know I'm not an Eli Roth fan, fanboy at all, so there's no surprise that him being self-absorbed, I mean, involved in this, uh, he wouldn't do anything original. Yeah, you're right. You're right, Selena. Cabin Fever, Patient Zero is the third film. That was supposed to be like the prequel. Um, <laughs> Actually, you know what? I, I know I was being shady. I want to give shout out to Alan B. McRoy because he revisited the Wrong Turn franchise, which he started mm-hmm. or wrote. And I thought that that was a great evolution of the franchise. Like, he didn't just make a remake of his own fucking film, Eli Roth, you piece of shit. Oh, 
Oh, oh, I don't want it. Oh my. There's a reason why he's just doing the history of horror instead of making more horror. I'll, I'll just oh. put it well, damn. Oh, I, he got a point. <laughs> Hold on, let me take a sip of this tea. Hold on. <laughs> I know that's clutched by pearls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Let's move on to another movie. Who's next? Selena. <laughs> 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 what is your number four choice? Okay, so I picked the Poltergeist. Uh, Pol- Ugh, can you say it right? Poltergeist. <laughs> oh, that's go. my number three. <laughs> mm, I was just a stuttering like no other. <laughs> <That's> what- <laughs> so the reason why I picked this because I felt like this movie was very rushed. I felt like it probably took two days to the whole entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> Once the company green lighted, that director hurry up and got that cash money. So yeah, I just don't think. I just and then what made it so worse? They had got a psychic that's not actually a real psychic, and it's just like what, like what happened to, <laughs> like why, like they should have got somebody else. They should have got um, Elise from Insidious to play that. You know, you have that, you know, make a crossover event. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, it just wasn't there for me. And it was just long, drawn out, and it was just pointless. And it's just like, it was no need to have a remake in the first place. But Mm -hmm. it was just so in a rush, in a hurry, you know, to try to come out with something, and they can't even come out with an original. So I just. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just won't feel it. <laughs> yeah, this one really hit hard. I was rooting for it when it came out because I, uh, Sam Rockwell, you know, great actor, uh, and Rosemary DeWitt as well. Wait, yeah, she's in this film. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> not Joyce DeWitt, Rosemary. <laughs> <laughs> um, she, but like. I've only seen her as kind of like the degenerate in most films. Like she's never like, um, I don't mean that in a bad way. Like everyone get your money however you can. Um, but I still love to see her on screen either way. This was like, oh my God, you're ruining two people's careers. Uh, <laughs> and don't get me wrong when, if I don't like a remake, I give it another chance, you know? Yeah, I gave it like two chances mm. watching the movie, and I was like, you know what? I'm, I give up. I could, yeah. I can watch it again. I watched it that one time, and I was good. <laughs> I, I was so mad because I remember like going that Friday night. It first came out, and it, I, it was with like one of my exes. I was like, oh, this is gonna be great. I can't wait. No, Ooh. I was his. I was. And there were so many unnecessary things that happened in that film. Mm-hmm. I was like, "What? What is this?" Like, I like how you went in there with expectations. I was excited. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. This film just sucks. And my mom's like, "Cause my mom, she's into horror movies. She's like, ooh, have you seen the new Poltergeist?'" I was like, "Mom, no, we're not going to watch that. No." <laughs> <laughs> I. Uh, 
So should they remake Poltergeist two instead no, or Poltergeist no. three? Just just leave it alone. Mm-hmm. Just leave it alone. <laughs> Actually, I would love to see a remake of Poltergeist three. Thank I- you. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Let me think. Let me let me think. Because I got to remember Poltergeist three now. Did I? I really love Poltergeist three. Oh, did I? Did I hate it? It's not a good movie, but I love it. But I I have believed this since when I was old enough to find out whatever happened. Um, I think that we got that result because of her untimely passing. Yeah. Heather O'Rourke. Yeah. Is that her name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but that film, part one, part three, scared the shit out of me in real time. Mm-hmm. Part two, I was like, what happened to the old dude? He don't even look the same. <laughs> like, what? I don't. I guess the franchise in general does a bad job of not just like skip the character, like they did the daughter. Like they never acknowledge what happened to Dana. Mm. Or I shouldn't uh, laugh. Obviously, what happened to her in real life is tragic. So I apologize for that. Uh, but it's never addressed, like seriously addressed in the film. It's just like we we just don't talk about her anymore. I love She's way part college. two. Part two for me. It- that old man, he scared the hell out of me. Especially <laughs> when he was at that screen door, he was like, let me in. <laughs> that was creepy. Yeah, I'm not going to say it's, it's, yeah, it's, say it's not a creepy movie, yeah. but like as far as like scarred me, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, personally, like, Poltergeist is just such a... I love the film, but for me, it's such a hard film to, like, sit down and watch again to know, because, like, all the knowledge I have of the film, like, all the the sad, like, true stories that happen with the film, and it's like, this film should just, just be left alone. It's such a, a hard film to even touch, knowing, like, how greedy Hollywood is, and they wanted to remake it. That was just like, oh, gosh, Why? Like just just leave it alone. It's okay. Yeah. But it's just, it's just a But yeah. All right. I'll stop beating the dead horse. Round three. I I'm going to skip myself because I only have two left. <laughs> so Ash, I'll let you start. Oh, I guess this is going to be my last one because uh, oh, Poltergeist well, was there. Three left. <laughs> I have one, two. I actually have four left. You have four left? All right, Selena. Okay, so I got the 2010 Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. Oh. Oh, good one. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, that movie was just it was just trash. <laughs> it was bad CGI and the funny little monsters. I just thought that was was funny. <laughs> I don't think it was nothing scary at all, but it, I just felt like it was pure comedy. Let me ask you all of you a question, actually, because you kind of touched on a good point. Do you think that, uh? Was that like a forty-year gap between the seventies and twenty? You said twenty ten. I don't know. I was guessing. Um, <clears throat> do you think that's too far to come 
without anything in between for it to be worthy of a remake. No. I think unless the original film is so egregious, I think like 40 years is actually, by, for me, by definition, a proper remake. Mm-hmm. Like that, okay. that makes the Marvel remake more so than a cash-in. Yeah, I, I agree I, with you. Uh, I would probably would probably disagree. Y'all don't get me, but um, <laughs> 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 but I don't think so because you know the Exorcist movie is about to do a remake, or they probably in production, and I'm not happy t- with that, and so. So oh, I, I don't want them to touch that at all. Something should be <laughs> left alone, and this is a prime example. Like that was a pure classic horror movie, and it should stay the same. Now I get the whole TV series, which was actually pretty good, but so good. Yeah, and oh, my lord, I I had rent. For like almost two weeks, I was like, "What the fuck? Y'all just gonna snatch it away from me?" But <laughs> I know I was so mad. <laughs> but it's just that I just don't think no one should never touch that classic. I feel like that is like a pure gem that it shouldn't be touched. It just should just stay there, you know, locked. Nobody don't mm. open it. Nobody don't do nothing to it because. It, I know for a fact it's going to be too many people that's going to try to grab it and then they're going to either twist their version and they're mm-hmm. going to make it something different with a whole bunch of CGI that's unnecessary and it's just going to be, to me, I just don't think it's going to work and I don't want that to happen. Reach, Because that's exactly how I feel about the upcoming Exorcist remake. So... Uh-uh. Even though it's not out yet, I'm still, I'm still kind of worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I know for like this film, I've never seen the original unless Tubi has it on the, on the app. I have to look into it. But yeah, so I, I don't know how I could uh, p- compare to both films if I've never seen a original. But I do have a question: Were y'all impressed with uh, Katie Holmes' performance? it was a performance <laughs> yeah it, uh, yeah feel she she didn't do good See, I'm weird. I, <laughs> I, for some reason, I don't mind seeing her in a a horror movie or a thriller movie, as long as as long as it works out for her. But <laughs> have like, you seen The Boy too? I have not. Mm-hmm. Oh, Brahms. Cause she, yeah, cause she plays in it. She she stars in it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know she's in. It. I just I haven't watched it yet. But I don't know for some reason I'm like I I kind of like seeing Katie in uh in some scary movies. But homegirl, she 
I would need her to get an acting coach. What would she do for me? Oh, Jesus. No shade because she's no shade because she lives in Ohio too. Like if she's from Ohio, like I'm sorry. <laughs> but, oh my goodness. <laughs> her uh, performance in the gift though, I'll give her that. <laughs> but, she was good in that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think after disturbed behavior, teaching Mrs. Tingle was the the guiding beacon as to where that career was going. Oh, <laughs> she was great in Batman Begins, right? Uh, <laughs> listen, I'm trying to I'm trying to throw a I was I'm not trying to say a dog a bone. I'm trying to throw a trophy at an actress. So help me. She's a big I, fan of our to show. Fresh my memory, but she was recasted, right? Uh huh. By Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, just saying. Well, Tom Cruise wouldn't let her do the sequel if the rumors were to be true. Oh, well, then never mind. <laughs> Sorry about that, Catherine. <laughs> oh, not that you said Catherine. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's. Uh, I, I guess, Selena, it's still to you. You're number three. Okay. Uh, let's see which one. Okay, I saved the best for last. Uh, I got the 2010 again. Let me in. Oh, that almost oh, made my list. Yeah. I like that movie. Why didn't y'all like it? <laughs> <laughs> Take it away, Selena. Take it away. Take it away. <laughs> I just feel like that they already had, you know, let the right one in in 2008. And it did it so quickly of making Let Me In within, what, two years apart? And it's just like, I understand that's the American version of it. It's just, it was just so long and slow. <laughs> I fell asleep three times because I watched the movie three times and I just I just oh wasn't feeling it. So I'm so sorry that this made <laughs> on my list. <laughs> I know I I am so offended have, by all y'all. No, like I know I don't have an issue with it. I'm okay with it, but I don't appreciate it with how so quick they wanted to do that U.S. remake. I, I don't appreciate that at all. There is no need for it. But it's not, I don't think it's a bad film. And I, 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 I like Chloe, you know. Yeah. I like her. You know, she, she's a great actress. But I think, if, for me, it's a, just a bad studio choice to let Matt Reeves write and direct the film. Uh, because it's tunnel vision, right? If you're like, oh, I really like this foreign film and I want to bring it to the States, like, you shouldn't be the end-all, be-all of, of the adaptation. There should be another voice. You'd be like, hey, no. <laughs> so I hands down watch the original of this all the time over the Matt Reeves version. I feel shamed. I feel like I'm on an island by myself. <laughs> This is like when I text y'all that I like the craft legacy and I got oh, clowned for like 20 minutes. <laughs> if 
want to join our Slack channel, Slack. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know which one of y'all made Ryan start a petition. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good petition. That's for a good cause. <laughs> I, I'll be honest, I missed most of y'all's conversation about that, but I do believe the way it was shot was like a CW TV show. Mm-hmm. So I can agree in that matter if it continued only as an episodic uh, adventure. Y'all are so rude. The Crash Legacy was good. It, it was okay. It, it, it was okay. I just felt like they should have put more stories behind those girls instead yes. of that. That made Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. I gotta call all of us out. Is the Crash Legacy on anyone's list? Nope. Nope. Is it because we don't consider it a remake or just because we don't consider it anything? See, I'm confused with that because it's a sequel. <laughs> yeah, because you know, it's it's a I don't know. I don't know if it's a remake. I would say it's a sequel because I mean, it will explain the character of one of the the witches, like one Spoiler, of the girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Sense. Okay, if you didn't have the ending, because that could have been a last minute reshoot. Yeah, uh, I, I, I would still consider it a sequel. I'll call it reimagining for yeah. today's generation. Well, they they weren't very imaginative. Well, they tried. Yeah, that's the <laughs> <laughs> Y'all gonna give this movie some respect, all right? <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll be. Uh, I like what they were trying to do. It just wasn't very, it wasn't executed very well. And I think if you're going to have someone like David Duchovny in there, mm-hmm. you need David Duchovny sans Botox. Because that in itself yeah. was fucking jarring. Yeah, I agree with you. And I'm not used, yeah, I, I get that. And I feel bad for even saying that, but it was, yeah, don't do that, y'all. Um <laughs> I was looking at the screen for a good 30 seconds before I was like, who is that? <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I agree. So I, and I don't I don't dispute the film has is it's a flawed ass movie and it's nowhere near as good as the first one, but I liked it better than I than I thought it would. Because I came into it with super low expectations. So what I saw somewhat of a character development, somewhat and somewhat of a narrative. I, I didn't agree with all of it. I really hated what they did with the Timmy character. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And and like I said, the Slack channel, I honestly cannot tell any of the boys apart in this movie. <laughs> like they all look very similar to each other. And one just um, in a throwaway. I don't understand why you introduce so many uh siblings and other side characters in the high school uh right. to do nothing with them. Because when Timmy said he, when Timmy said what he said with what he did, I'm like, wait, who is that? And I had to go on IMDb to look up the, the person, and I still couldn't tell who that was. Match the face to the okay, okay, I see a bright, okay, let's see, okay. I'm like, yeah. he was in the movie, okay, like, yeah. Wait, what were we talking about? Uh uh-uh. Before the craft, I mean, before Let the craft. Okay. Round two. 
I have three more as well. Oh, okay. Uh, still going to go with round two. <laughs> <laughs> go, go ahead, David. All right. Um, my next one is actually The Stepfather. Oh, that almost made my list, too. Because of one person, <laughs> but... Yeah. Yes, yes, I know who you're talking about. Um, I love the original 1987, The Stepfather, and that's mm-hmm. mostly due to Terry O'Quinn's performance. He's so good and so layered in that film. Um, and Dylan Walsh does a fine job, but this movie was, it came out in the remake boom of the like the mid-2000s, so everything's flashy, everything's bigger, everything's um, you know at a higher speed. Um, I didn't understand why America's sweetheart Amber Heard was in this movie okay. other than eye candy. She was literally half naked in every single scene she was in. And it just, that just was gross to me. Um, <laughs> I mean, not like because she's a girl or anything, just because the sex is... Ew! So, <laughs> so um, and, and the film just doesn't... It, it's... I, they they tried to make an R-rated film, but it was slapped with a PG-13 rating, so a lot of the violence and what I would assume is suspense is, is like, cut short. So Yeah, or very muted, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So the Stepfather remake is awful. I'm yeah, it's sure. the first time I realized Penn Bagley can't act, but Damn. I think he was a better fit <laughs> for him. He was okay. With his cute he is, though. He's no chill I'm not saying he's not cute. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'll stop right there. <laughs> I think there's been enough shade. <laughs> he's one of those. He's one of those guys who knows he's attractive, or he's been told he's attractive a lot. Yeah, he just goes yeah. with it. You know, I just get that sense from him. Uh, uh, he does have a shirtless scene in there. I do remember that. Yes, he does. I mean. All right. Again, <laughs> not saying he's unattractive. I, I give him those uh, that do. One hundred percent. Although, yeah. full, you guys seen him full curly hair pin? I'm not a fan of that. No, I'm not a fan of that. You mean from that um, that the slap TV show he was on? Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that one. Okay. All right, the official round two. Unless someone has a step by the comment, uh, <laughs> but I assume no one else does. Uh, my uh, next entry into this would be something that just got on my list, like radar and or um, agenda, thanks to Devin. And it is the... <laughs> robust 2008 film directed video April Fool's Day. Oh! oh. <laughs> I had How it on my list, this? I crossed it out. <laughs> uh, I wish I could cross it out. I wish I didn't ever go down this road. <clears throat> if you haven't heard that episode, um, I'm very regretful that I paid $3.99 plus tax to watch this film. Mm. I want my money back, Apple. <laughs> like this is a Tubi movie at best, and that's really Tubi br- doing a disservice. Yeah, <laughs> this is bad. At first, I thought I was gonna like it because 
if you've never seen the original film, uh, basically the whole movie just it's a prank war where people just keep one up in themselves, but no one actually dies. Spoiler alert. This film started with an actual death. And I was like, okay, they upped the ante. This is going to get good. And then I just found myself watching a lot of vapid characters written that way with shoddy acting. And I'm not sure how Scout Taylor Compton got in this film. I'm going to assume it was maybe filmed and on a shelf for a while before it was released. I've never looked up the history because it doesn't deserve it. But I have to assume this is before uh, she, yeah, the 07 Halloween or when she reprised her role in 08. Nope, 09 Halloween. Or the Runaways. She was in that too. Like she had a good run for like four years. So I'm just convinced that this was shot beforehand. Maybe she was bored, but like, okay, let's do a shit film. (laughs) Remember, she was an obsessed. Oh, yeah, she played the babysitter, right? Uh, Yeah, I thought she was great in that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They're the Beyonce. Oh, <laughs> Gray, cut that out, or the whole behind is coming after us. True, sorry, sorry, y'all, sorry. <laughs> All right, Ash, what's your number two? I only have one more choice. So, oh. does the, anybody have more yeah. than that? Everyone's down to one. I, I have yeah. two. Oh, all right, then Devin, you're next. Uh, my um, my next choice is actually the uh, remake of Carrie that came out in which one? 2000, 2013 with Chloe Grace, Grace Moretz. Moretz. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Anybody <laughs> else have this one? <laughs> Ooh. Just me. So, uh, you know, I, I had it and I scratched it all. <laughs> See, here's the thing about this movie. It's not a bad movie. It's technically a well-made film. It's just it's it's nearly a shot-for-shot remake of the original film. And the original film did it better, you know. So, I, and I think that's the main argument a lot of people have with say "Let Me In" and "Let the Right One In" too. It's like they they both are literally the same movie. They don't both have to exist. Um, Chloe. Great Moritz, I keep forgetting her name. Uh-huh. Um, she's a great actress and and, and she's a really good actress, but she's miscast in this movie. I, I would never have doubted at all that she would have been a social outcast in school. She's too beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds really superficial, but we're also talking about teenagers. I, I don't yeah. believe her in this role. Um, so it's just it's it's hard to to redo a classic like Carrie, which is which still holds up, which is still a perfect film. Um, so that that's that's my number two. And also, actually, before I end, the original remake, which was a pilot for a proposed TV series, that was actually a better remake than this official remake. Uh huh. With uh, what's her name? Angela Betts. Yeah. Or Bettis. I oh. Because I love Carrie. I'm actually reading the book right now. But Mm. I was always curious to why. Because in the book, Carrie is slightly overweight. With like, Mm -hmm. with acting. Yeah, so I'm always curious. I'm kind of curious to why they go with a slimmer actress. 
something with a heavy set. As until Deadpool 2, they never had an overweight person with superpowers in the history of cinema. Right. I, Who was it in Deadpool 2? The British guy. It's the a kid. Oh, um, okay. I also could be completely making that up. That is the first plus <laughs> size superhero. And yes, I'm calling Carrie White a superhero. Uh, if I can think of it. I totally believed you too. <laughs> but, but yeah, I uh, yeah, and like with this remake, it's kind of forgettable at the same time. Like I'll I always catch it here and there, like on MTV or something like that during Halloween time. But it's like you don't really hear much about it. I have to confess, yeah. guys, I, I own this one. You do. I do. I, this is the last thing I purchased from Half Price Books before I moved here. Have you opened the <laughs> the disc? Like, have you played it and watched it? I had to make sure it was in the case before I purchased it. <laughs> um, I'm not 100 percent sure if I've ever watched that exact disc, but I have seen the movie several times. Mm. It's the Judy Greer for me. Oh, yeah, she she's, is she's great in everything. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're down to the final round. And I guess this is fortuitous because we were just talking about Carrie, and my film is about remakes of remakes. And Devin, I believe you just said it's almost a shot for shot remake. Uh, so if you guys haven't figured out what's out, Psycho, thank you. Ooh, that's what I got. <laughs> uh-huh, this one, uh-uh. <laughs> what you should not do if ever given the chance to make your own film. Make your own fucking film. Ironically, Julian Moore is in this one as well, uh, which is just funny and coincidence that we're coming off of Carrie. Uh, I feel so we're all on the same page, so I won't harp on this too long. But if you guys feel as though I'm wrong, I'm... You wrong. You <laughs> wrong. So it's good. I just don't I... think... Sorry. Oh, I just don't think that it was Vince Vaughn's calling to play this movie. <laughs> because if you look at his recent movies, some of them are pure comedy. Like the, what is that horror movie? But it's kind of like a comedy. Yeah, that. That's his calling right there. Mm-hmm. You know, he's funny, a little bit serious, but Psycho, he was just serious through and through. And yeah, I just couldn't take him serious in that movie. So, and that stare. <laughs> and that haircut, it was just like, no, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at his career, it has taken him a while to get comfortable in exploring his range. Because, like, to compare this against Brawl and Cell Block, whatever the number was, like, that movie's good. And Vince Vaughn does a great job in it. He's like a scary fucking character. But thinking that he had a chance to play Norman Bates. 
um, in a psycho movie and how horrible it was. He's come a long way. I'm not saying I want to see him in a bunch of series roles. I, I recently either read or watched the interview where they said they were doing a sequel to Wedding Crashers. And I was oh. like, hey, you're, you're too old? And I'm not sure if a movie like that could fly today. Like, I don't want to see a 60-year-old man still being a womanizer. In general, nothing against if he's actually 60. But those characters should be pushing 90 like your grandmother. If you guys are <laughs> online. Oh, okay. I'll just move on. The cricket. <laughs> okay. Ash, your number one pick. All right. Okay. Whew. Let me get it together because this. Okay. My number or one. Take your time. I did want to say this real quick. Katie's real name, Katie Holmes, real name is Kate. <laughs> I don't know why we added the extra I. Like, and I, I thought like, this is Katie. No, no, it she goes by Katie, but I don't know why whoever told her, hey, Katie sounds better than your actual name. Anyway, Ash, go ahead. All right. <laughs> Alrighty. So I I oh gosh, this movie, it pissed me off. It's 2015's Martyrs. Oh, I knew you were going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, to our listeners, if you've been a fan of our show, or if you follow me on Twitter or anything, you know I love me some international horror. I love the French horror. That is my favorite. Martyrs is number one on that list. It came out in 2008. The fact that this remake happened I never felt so disrespected. <laughs> um, <laughs> Martyrs is such a hard film for a lot of people to sit down and watch. It deals with a lot of sensitive subject matters. The uh, It's so much violence in that film. It's a tough film to get through. It's a tough film to kind of understand unless you like really paying attention to it. So for this American remake to try to touch that film, to try to touch the OG film, it should have been a no-no. So it should have smacked their hands. Uh-uh. They should have done this. They just... <laughs> they... Oh, gosh. I don't, I don't know where to be like... This this remake is just horrible. It's just it's so bad. And I if you're a fan of uh what's that Pretty Little Liars, Troyan Belisario, she's in it. She plays one of the lead girls in the film, and it's like it's, it's it feels to me personally it feels like it was a mockery to the OG film. It's like they. <laughs> They just didn't understand the material. They just didn't understand the the original. And it's like, come on. This is just a prime example that not every international film needs the American touch. Just leave it alone. If you can't handle watching a great film that's in another language and you have to sit there and read subtitles, 
that's not my problem. That sounds like a you problem. Just leave it alone. <laughs> Don't touch the film. Just no, no. I'll give you cliff notes if you need it. If you're so interested in this film, but you don't like subtitles, come to your girl and I'll help you out. I'll give you cliff notes. But this should never happen again. (laughs) This should should have never happened. No. And I I tell you what, if they decide to do an American remake, oh wait, they already did. I'm not surprised I didn't put it on my list, but... Yeah, let me let me just stop. Anyways. <laughs> All right. Uh Selena. <laughs> yeah. Are you on your last film or did we already go through it? Oh, I'm done. I, um All right. Yep. No, I should write notes as we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh then Devin. So I didn't do my list in any particular order. So while I don't love this remake at all, I don't I don't think I hate it any more, any less than any of the other ones on my list. Um, but my um I guess my latest is uh the Hitcher remake. Again, another one oh. from Platinum Dunes. <laughs> I've never seen that. You never oh, okay. The remake. The, the remake. Yeah, it's um it it, it follows the beat as many of the other Platinum Doom remakes. I mean, uh, maybe Texas Chainsaw Massacre aside, it just it felt soulless. It felt empty. It felt like they're they the, they took the script from the original film and what and, and made very small cosmetic changes to it. Um, unfortunately, those cosmetic changes also changed what made the original film so great. Uh, part of the Who's original film. Sean Bean. Yeah. You know, part of what makes the original film so so legendary is its strong um, uh, homoeroticism and homoerotic undertones to the film. That, of course, is thrown out the window in this installment, and there's a a couple that's at the center instead of a single guy. So it's it's just one of those films that if you've never heard of the original, if you've never seen the original, you might go in and 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 just take the film at face value. But considering it's a remake of a film that has a, a very strong cult following, it didn't really try to readopt any of those things that made the original film so good. This this movie's really shitty. It's really really empty. Mm-hmm. Now, are you saying that because you are already rejecting Lord of the Rings at this point? <laughs> Sean Bean didn't help that. Because I know Brandon wants to know. No, no. No, because it actually stars uh, Zachary Knighton, who's in one of my favorite shows, um, Happy Endings. So. I don't think I've seen that show. Really? It's good. Oh, it's so it's like a good version of Friends. Oh, well then I'm more inclined to check that out then. It takes place in Chicago though. I've definitely never seen it. <laughs> that was yeah, that was a show that was like canceled and then they brought it back for one more season. Oh, well then I'll be happy to watch it once it gets to Hulu or HBO Max or Amazon. It's on H- it's on HBO Max. Oh, then I'll start it on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do have to admit, like the Hitcher, the remake, there is one good kill scene that really stuck to me. That 
I actually might go back and watch this movie. <laughs> the end with the... Yeah. See, and that was in the original, and it was like just... I don't know. I guess if you've seen the original first and you see a redone again, you're just like uh, kind of ambivalent to it. Yeah. Fair. <sighs> All right, well, oh, well, that was our top five remakes that should not have been made, or at the very least, someone should have questioned someone, or just said <laughs> no. Like, hard in no. Is that a thing? You can make it a thing. I don't know if that's okay. <laughs> I don't think I want that a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that opens up a larger floodgate. Uh, uh, anyway, Selena, you are a, compared to me, phenomenal writer. <laughs> and um, I wanted to give you a chance to just tell people where they can find you on the internet. Uh, be sure to plug your YouTube channel as well. Oh, thank you so much. Um, you can find me on Instagram. That is welcome to the dark side with two E's underscore. And uh, my YouTube channel is welcome to the dark side as well. And my Twitter is into the dark side underscore. All right, that's going to do it. Another episode in the books. If you guys have suggestions for what our next top five should be, let Ash know in the DMs. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Until then, uh, say goodnight, folks. Good night. Night. Peace out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>